0: Hello and welcome to the Ford Press Podcast presented by GolfWeek.com. I'm your host, David Dusek, And in this episode, my guest is Golf Week Managing Editor Tim Schmidt. Tim is on site in Detroit, Michigan, site of this week's Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club. And in the podcast you're about to hear, Tim and I discuss the steady drip of PGA Tour players testing positive for COVID-19 and how the tour is responding to it. We also talk about how golf is in the midst of one of its greatest opportunities ever to draw in more fans and get more attention. And we talk about the Rocket Mortgage Classic itself and how hard it's going to be to handicap the field this week in Detroit. Get stronger, hit longer, and end pain with Golf Forever. Created by Justin Leonard and co-author of the Younger Next Year Back book, Dr. Jeremy James, Golf Forever is the Take Anywhere online golf fitness program that helps you build a body primed for golf. It's simple, safe, and it works. At home, in the gym, on the golf course, Golf Forever's easy-to-follow exercises, warm-up routines, and course management videos will help you play your best pain-free. Sign up today at GolfForever.com and use promo code GOLFWEEK for a free 14-day trial. So this is not going to be a case of me brown-nosing with the new boss. Uh, this is a case of Tim Schmidt being the right man in the right place at the right time once again. Um, Tim, you are in Detroit, which is not the beginning of a country western song, um, but you find yourself having gone on the road from Texas to Detroit, Michigan, which this week is going to be the home of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the fourth event, on um, the restarted season for the PGA Tour. How are you doing up in Detroit? And uh, tell me a little bit about your day.
1: So, yeah, I drove from Austin, Texas to Detroit um, because of various things. And this has been just very bizarre for me. Uh, But but I will say this. I expected to get up here. And, you know, the thing is, you and I both have spent a lot of time in New York State. Um, I was from uh, just outside of Buffalo and I expected, you know, 70 degree temperatures in June. And today it was 89 and sweaty and and this is what I saw from you uh, in Cromwell last week was I was waiting for you to say well yeah you know the conditions are nice and and cool and it should be you know uh, maybe a little sweater weather in the morning but in the afternoon no this is this is Texas golf I mean basically it's 90 degrees and sweating out there in June still so that's what I had today was I was just surprised to see that the playing conditions again it may change on Thursday when this all starts but Playing conditions were eerily similar in Fort Worth, Texas to where I was four weeks ago to now here in Detroit at the Detroit Golf Club. I was surprised by
0: that. Yeah, it was a burner last week in, in Hartford, I can tell you. We have been um, since Saturday's rain, which the PGA Tour did a really good job Saturday of getting the players out on both the first and the 10th tee at the Travelers Championships on Saturday, going out in threes. We were off the golf course. The first tees, the first guys were going out before seven or right around seven. The leaders went off at 9.15, and we were off the golf course at 1.30, 1.40, and by two o'clock, it was opening up rain. So they did a fantastic job. We obviously got the one-hour rain delay on Sunday, which could have been avoided. It ended up not really being relevant. You know, Everything was fine. We've had thunderstorms since everybody left, but we haven't had rain before that rain delay and before the rain that came on Saturday for weeks. Um, hot muggy, sticky stuff, the kind of things that we associate with Florida golf have overtaken the Northeast. Um, I'll be curious to see what the guy, how the guys are going to handle it. It's You and I were talking offline. It's the fourth week of a four-week run that we've all right. sort of been looking forward to. And um, the field is going to be a little bit different. I think that this one's going to have a little bit of a different vibe to it. I think the general public, certainly golf fans, are used to now seeing golf on television with no spectators, seeing golf without... Um, grandstands and the idea, the novelty, if you will, of golf being back is starting to wear off. We're now getting into a season. I know you had an opportunity to go to Detroit country club, excuse me, Detroit golf club. Um, briefly today, what, what did you see and compare that with what you saw when you were a colonial a couple weeks ago?
1: Yeah, it's a, it. You know, it's funny because you were in uh, Connecticut last week to see what what I'm gonna say is really gonna be the the instrumental piece of this season. I mean, in Fort Worth, I saw folks who were just happy to be back together. They were excited. Yep. There there wasn't. There, it really it felt like a normal event just without fans. It, mm-hmm. it is really how it felt. It felt like it felt like guys. You know, I I I, I liken this to like. Um, uh, preseason college, uh, you know, uh, media day stuff, where mm-hmm. coaches get back together for the first time in a while, and yeah. maybe the star players get to see each other for the first time in a while, and there's handshakes, and it's just business as usual. It's just there's no fans around; they're not right. out on the, they're not actually playing, and that's kind of what it felt like in Fort Worth, and it feels very different here. It feels like the players who are here realize this is something serious mm-hmm. and to be able to be part of this moving forward, they're gonna have to, you know, take precautions. They're gonna have to social distance. They're gonna have to do all those things that they said they'd do mm-hmm. before that first event in Fort Worth. But I don't think they really put it into practice and were really thinking that. They just said that. And I think you were there for basically what was the the seminal moment last week in in yeah. this season, which was all of a sudden, a bunch of guys start testing positive, and this changes the tenor of the whole room. I and think that,
0: yeah, I, I had an opportunity, and if you could go up onto golfweek.com, you can read I did a Q&A with Jay Monahan, and I was able to to get him one-on-one right before he hopped on a plane and headed back to, to Florida. And one of the questions I couldn't wait to ask him was when he came on and gave a press conference and was fielding some questions on Wednesday afternoon – I totally believe that that press conference, while he was talking to us and I got a couple questions in and some other people got some questions in, he was talking to the players in the caddies. That was the guys straighten up or you're going to screw this whole thing up for everybody moment. And I think they clearly got the message. I think that when I showed up, not to to sort of go into this, because, again, I've written about this on Golf Week and people who follow me on social media have, have heard me explain this. I got tested along with every other media member and everybody who was on the grounds at Travelers, everybody got tested last week. I went in because that's a TPC River Highlands is 20 minutes north of me. Um, I got tested on Sunday, got the results Monday. They came back negative. Great. I didn't have COVID-19. I don't have COVID-19 as of today. I got tested again, Um, but I wore a blaze that showed that I wore a mask everywhere. When we went into the media center, you can go up onto my Twitter, my Instagram hand. I was sitting in a workstation that was surrounded by plexiglass. No one else for the week was allowed to sit there. There were signs everywhere telling you that Connecticut law says right now you have to wear a mask when you're indoors. Um, I wore masks everywhere. Players and caddies weren't doing that on Tuesday. It was business as usual on the practice range, on the first tee box. I saw players. I, I saw Jason Day grab a club out of Patrick Reed's bag plop it down, start taking little practice swings, and they were chatting about it and then putting the club back in. That is as big a no-no right now in the age of COVID-19 as you can possibly get. After Monahan speaks on Wednesday, that attitude went away. And all of a sudden, you started seeing some masks here and there. I remember seeing after Jay talked and he was, he spoke at 2.30. I was out at 4.30 and was walking over towards the practice area and waved hello to Jim Furyk, who was wearing a mask as he drove a cart with his caddy, fluff, Mike Fluff Cowan, who is also wearing a mask. Five hours before that, that would not have happened. And starting on Thursday and then certainly on Friday, I see Rory. I see, you know, Justin Thomas. I see Zach Johnson. I, I see all these guys, Jordan Spieth. They're all wearing masks. Everybody. They're all doing the right thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is what needed to happen. And I, I agree. I think that my home game here, my beloved Travelers Championship – will be the moment we look back on and say, like, it tipped. The guys finally got it. It took enough players, Graham McDowell, Brooks and Chase Kepka, all these guys to have to withdraw from the tournament for the the light to go on above everybody's head and be like, we have to take this seriously.
1: And and you're missing one key piece to this, which is, uh, as the tour has started to announce a stipend for folks who test positive, yeah, the money that might disappear if you don't follow protocols, mm-hmm. that changes an awful lot. I'm buddies with uh, the agent of Dylan Fratelli, who, you know, unfortunately tested That's positive. positive yeah. the, the chances of him finishing 18. Uh, 18- or so, which would probably be about where he'd have to finish to make a hundred thousand dollars. You know, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong; he's definitely capable of that. But that's a, not a bad week for him. Yeah. You know, when the thought comes down that now all of a sudden that they could be eligible for a hundred thousand dollars per event if they miss, it makes and it a lot easier to do the right thing.
0: It. it makes it so much easier yeah. to do the right thing, which is, you know, any number of guys have done this. I, I I'm not saying that. Um, that people should feel good about it because I feel that that's what you morally should do to me. And and this is one of the things I give Monahan credit for. He said, it's, it's showing respect to your opponents and to everybody else out here that you would say, look, I'm not going to put you at risk. I don't know what my situation is and I will take myself out of this. Yes. I think the money makes it a lot easier to do that, but there is a respect that they are sort of showing that now when guys don't wear a mask, they don't necessarily stay around the hotel. They don't, Keep themselves out of "quote unquote" harm's way, that they are not reciprocating. That that they're they're not necessarily showing the same level of respect to the guys who are sidestepping and putting their careers on a pause out of caution. And it was interesting to hear the commissioner say that. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. What else, what else were you going to say?
1: But no, 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 no. I, what I was going to say is that. Um I agree with all that, but the, but the tour isn't an enforcement agency. And we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. They don't have the means to do this. And, but they do have that one piece, that one carrot that they can hang, which is, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. It's the money and, and being able to say, Hey, look, we're going to take that away from you. If you do this, I think that changes the whole conversation.
0: for a lot So of these guys. one of the things, so you're, you're in Detroit. Um, my beloved Chris Bryant with his dreamy eyes and great hair and, the, the new bambino, and the, the love of my life, from a baseball terms, is uh, was was posting up on Instagram today. I saw him heading back to Chicago, uh, and they're getting ready to to start a little bit of, I guess, mid summer spring training, whatever the hell we're going to call this, because baseball it seems like is going to be back. The NBA is in the final stages of it seems like getting ready to head down to Orlando, and they're going to go inside a bubble and basically take over a couple hotels at Disney, um, and they're going to play their season there. And then playoffs there. One of the challenges, and I'd like your perspective on this because you've covered a lot more sports, to be honest with you, than I have. My background is um, tennis and golf, a little sprinkling of some other things here and there, But but individual sports where you get to set your own schedule. I think it's going to be more challenging for golf to not have the steady stream of positive tests and in so doing, negative news than the NBA for sure and possibly Major League Baseball because I think the NBA is like, okay, you're the Houston Rockets. We're going to test everybody on a fairly regular basis. You're not leaving the grounds of Disney. You're not going to come into contact with people outside of the NBA bubble. There's a much harder wall around them. There's nothing that says, you know, and I'm using purely as an example, that Bubba Watson, who is in the field this week in Detroit, doesn't decide to go out to a local pizza place, eat outdoors, try and do things as best he can, and then come back, quote-unquote, inside the bubble. Um, I think a lot of players are now, as we we're sort of talking about, being much more careful about this. But would you agree that it's going to be more challenging for the PGA Tour to stop this steady drip of one guy today, two guys next week, one guy here, and and th- than other sports?
1: Again, too, as people keep reminding us, as we post stories on Golfweek.com, you know, basically the one or two or three people that come down with all of the caddies and all of the personnel mm-hmm. and all this—it's still a very, very, very small it's, percentage.
0: I don't. It's I don't far less sound, than one you know, percent. It's a lot less than one percent. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't want to sound like a shill for the PGA Tour, but it really, they are doing a pretty good job. Now, the problem is, as you said, the controlled atmosphere isn't controlled. And, and not only that, but you're talking about different events with different players, folks that weren't in the field last week or now in the field this week. I mean, there, there's so many changing pieces to this. Um that I, yeah, I can see. I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes a steady storyline. That right now, you know, and we can see this. This is funny, David. We talk about this stuff all the time. That you know, the numbers, the the page view numbers, the people right now are clicking on the stories that are about you know Cameron Champ or whoever the, else has then right, yeah. that. Yeah, that that's a big deal.
0: I think that people, to, to to your point, I think there will be a level of de- desensitization that the public and golf fans are going to have to this. Like when we had the first one with Nick Watney, it was we're back and oh my gosh, you know somebody's tested positive. So
1: Nick Watney's a perfect example. If Nick Watney hurt his wrist and needed to take a couple weeks off. That's not huge news. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're a Nick Watney fan, if you're you you know, if you're a PGA Tour fan in a big way, but for the most part, Nick Watney having a small injury and keeping him out of, yeah. out of a couple tour events, you know, uh, really, Stuff overall. Stuff happens. How yeah, is exactly. That? Now, Nick Watney testing positive for COVID-19, that's a huge deal. And I think that as this moves along, it does become more of, I don't want to call it an injury, but something that's almost akin to an injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. A minor injury when folks are out for a couple weeks. The Counter, an NFL podcast from USA Today Sports. Featuring for the wins, Steven Ruiz and Chris Corman. I know people are like just assuming that this is an upgrade at the quarterback position, but I don't think we could say that for a fact.
0: I'd say it's, it's a downgrade. He never really had game to game impact just coming off the edge and destroying people that we thought when we saw his athleticism in college and at the combine. And- the
1: Counter. Diving deeper into the NFL with advanced stats, film study and expert guests. This is The Counter. Listen and subscribe to The Counter on Apple Podcast. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Yeah, and I don't mean to keep sort of coming back to the same thing again, but again, when when Jay Monahan and I were chatting underneath that tree and and, and we were going over this, I put to him point blank, you know, I mean you're you're ready for tests, and you you yeah. anticipate. I'm assuming, you know, with all these plans, you were anticipating guys to start testing positive. We said, of course, there will be, this was Sunday, there will be more positive tests. We're going to get a lot more positive tests. Our job is to try and create an atmosphere where that number is as small as possible. And when we do get a positive test to manage it as effectively as we can.
1: Listen, as your now boss, which you know I'm not the kind of guy to pull a boss rank. If if you want to keep talking about the one-on-ones that you get with the PGA Tour commissioner, Hmm. you go right ahead and puff your chest out, man. (laughs) I'm all about that. It's it's Uh, yeah, but. I, I'm kidding, but yeah, I, I really do feel like um, when you look at the way that this this whole thing rolls out and how important the the the, the pieces are for golf to maintain its mm-hmm. status. Look, golf is the one uh, sport out of all this that can make it through a lot of these pieces. I agree. And- I agree. You know, so so if they get this right it's so important. It really is so important I understand why uh G, not just Jay but the, for the livelihood of all of these players for all of the you know the 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 TV dollars that come rolling and all the good that this does it's important that they get this right. And so I I just think that it, tweaking uh, improving you know if it means constant testing if it means whatever it takes I can see why they would go ahead and can't kind of keep pushing the envelope
0: Tim this is a huge opportunity that in our lifetime and I don't think that this is hyperbole I don't think that golf in our lifetime is going to have an opportunity to have the spotlight like it has the, the opportunity of the spotlight now potentially ever again I mean right now there is no football Uh, As much as football ever goes away, it's away right now. There's no preseason. We don't know what the status of a lot of college football is going to be. There's some some NFL news, but there's nobody in camp. The NBA is not going on right now. Baseball is not going on right now. There are so many sports that ordinarily at this time, which wouldn't even be a bustling time, but right now we would ordinarily just be coming out of the NBA finals. Historically, that's right around U.S. Open time. um, Baseball would be... Getting ready for the All Star break, you'd be almost halfway through baseball baseball season at this point. Um, none of that is taking place right now. It's all on the sidelines, which means that golf has this opportunity to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday be one of the few outlets of live sport that that's out there right now. You know, and well, there's there's news and some things. I it, I don't want them it, to mess it up because I don't want anybody to get sick first sure. and foremost. But then at the same time, I look at this as like. Five years from now, when hopefully we are as a society behind this and we've got cures and people are getting healthy and, and whatever, you, you're going to look back and like, my gosh, like, could we have done this better? Could people have right. made decisions on a one-on-one basis on their individual level that could have assisted us to get even more people interested in the game?
1: Well and and I'll use this as a segue into the field this week, but it's interesting, like you said, I mean, I've covered a bunch of different sports my my uh, most of my friends are in various sports, not not golf. And the fact that they're all texting me this week asking questions about Bryson DeChambeau or yeah. about Jason Day, it's because it's the only game in town. And and it wouldn't be the case. I, I, you know, the Rocket Mortgage uh, Classic, which, God bless it, and I think it's going to be a great tournament this week. But after the, the level of, I mean, the field that we had at the Charles Schwab Challenge was unbelievable. And yeah. RBC also had, uh, you know, just such a stacked field. And you, you folks did too at the Travelers. Mm-hmm. This is... You know, this is OK. It's, it's a solid nice. field. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice field. Solid, solid field. But the fact that it's the only game in town still keeps it up there where I don't know if it would. And and you're right. They need to cap- golf golf to capitalize on this window. It really does. I mean, it's it's a it's a big moment for golf as a sport, I think. And, and I think that they're, that's why, like I said, that's why I think Jay Monaghan is doing everything he can because he realized that this is his yeah.
0: defining moment. So let's talk a little bit then about uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. As we sort of said, some of the biggest names have decided that after three weeks, they're going to take this week off. We'll probably see a whole bunch of them back again at Memorial. uh, Jack Nicklaus's tournament in Dublin, Ohio here in a couple of weeks. But we do have Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, Bubba Watson, Webb Simpson, Tony Finau, etc. I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to get on to the golf course itself up at Detroit Golf Club today. Um, What are you looking forward to most? What, What do you want to see at this point?
1: I did actually walk the course, and it's a beautiful course. It's in uh, immaculate shape. It's, uh, like I said, it's been a perfect uh, spring and summer, almost too hot. I think if this tournament was in August, Mm -hmm. this course would be browned out, but it's in just perfect shape right now because of the the spring they've had and uh, and the early summer. And I think that this is going to be much like what it was last year. I mean, you know, Nate Lashley wins by six strokes last year, um, blows away the field. Uh, The score The numbers went really, really low. Mm -hmm. This is not a long golf course. Uh, The front nine is. Uh, there's a lot of trees there's a lot of things on the front nine but the back nine is pretty wide open and Mm -hmm. you know I mean really these guys can eat this back nine up I looked at the weather forecast about 20 minutes before you and I started talking there's very little wind in the forecast Mm -hmm. which is the only variable I think that could have made this a big deal I'm looking for similar numbers to last year this is going to be a shootout and and that's fun I mean you've got you got a bunch of guys Nate Lashley's a perfect example I mean he's had you know a Solid year since, but he's been up and down for mm-hmm. the most part. But you got a lot of guys who could win this. There are a lot of different people now. I will say for your, um, you know, your fringe golf fan for for someone who's you know, half into this and just occasionally watches when Tiger and Rory are in the Mm -hmm. hunt on Sunday, this probably isn't your tournament, but there are going to be some guys here who shoot some really incredible numbers, maybe have a career week and, uh, and it'll be fun. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I enjoy watching.
0: I don't envy the people who were really, really into fantasy golf, trying to pick this apart because as you (laughs) said, this is going to be one of those weeks where if you are, um, if you're in a pool where you only get to select one player each season and basically run it down, um, this is a real toughie because you there there could be a temptation to use your Patrick Reed, you know your Patrick Reed one or your Tony Finau pick. Um, maybe you have a feeling that Hideki Matsuyama might find his putter, which has been absent for I think the better part of five years. Um, we've all been passing the hat around the media center trying to buy him a putt. He hasn't been able to get one yet, um, but when you get a lot of birdies being made, and it sounds like from what you're saying that you know we've seen low scores on this golf course, just like we saw them in Hartford, um, it really broadens the field, and and that means that a lot of different guys that may not be household names are going to be able to shoot some scores, and you know we did have obviously Dustin Johnson a very household name, former world number one, a U.S. open champion, uh, win last week. But if you take a look, that field was stacked. When you get lots of birdies, it tends to open things up when courses are really difficult and pars a nice score. The cream tends to rise to the top, all of the U S open. So I will be, I will be staying away from a fantasy angle on this because I think that if you're someone who is into the theater of golf, this could be a great week because when, yeah. when birdies are flying, it's, it makes for really exciting television Trying to handicap this field, I mean, I might burn my Sun J.M. pick. Um, I look at Scotty Scheffler. I love J.T. Poston, but it's hard to sort of say, like, this is J.T. Poston's week. I If, if there is a week on the calendar when I'm going to burn my J.T. Poston pick, this is the one. Yeah, good luck with that. But it still, I think, it has the opportunities you're alluding to, Tim. It can be really, really entertaining and a lot of fun to watch on the tube.
1: You know, and the way I look at this is if um, – I'm not a gambler, but it's funny since I uh, – a lot of times I have to edit the odds and other posts that we have on the website. Um, I've been just paying a lot of attention to this. And this is one of those I think where you, you really want to look at that third tier, you know, who's yeah, the longest?
0: value that picks. you,
1: you would yeah, I mean go after some value picks if you're that guy. If you're if you're a gambler, if you're a PGA tour gambler, and by the way, there's more of them now than there've ever Never been right. in the past. Yeah, I mean right now this is the week, if you ask me, that you get a little crazy and throw some money, throw so I, I think it was um, last week, if I'm not mistaken. I think the tweet that I saw was somebody kind of sweating out the fact that they had Mackenzie Hughes to be the, you know, 36 36-hole leader for oh, however man. much it was. That that's the kind of thing that this week, don't be surprised. I mean, we might see someone get out a big, get out low, and it's someone, you know, look, David, you you watch these guys, you, you go out to these events. All these guys can play and Absolutely. when they have uh, optimal conditions and they have a, an easier course that they can pick at that they don't need to be, um, you know, John Rom, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau long to be able to score on. It it opens the field. There's a lot of good players that Mm -hmm. that can play. And and when you get to a course like this, it's kind of ripe for the picking, especially, like I said, when there's no wind and there's no weather. And it looks like that's
0: going to be the case. Well, thankfully, Charlie Dusak, my 15-year-old son, hasn't gotten into uh, fantasy golf and and, and golf gambling. He did ask me all (laughs) fall why we weren't parlaying the Chiefs and the Patriots all season long because he worked out one weekend that if he parlayed the Chiefs and the Pats – that he could get it for a plus 150 which he was like, he's like dad that's like stealing and i'm like well part of me says that you shouldn't be sport gambling part of me as a father was never more proud in my life that my son was actually looking at that putting it together and coming up with plus 150 um there's something kind of whack. You know, every high school has got a bookie and hopefully my son's not going to be the one. Um, (laughs) listen, be safe up there in, in Detroit. Enjoy the tournament. It should be great stuff. And I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks a lot, Tim.
1: Thank you, David. Always good to talk to you.